Because he's John Cena. Yeah, he's Juan Cena. Juan Cena. Mm-hmm. Cena means dinner in Spanish. Sure. <laughs> he's John Dinner. John, John Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you took me out of my elevator just now. I'm sorry. The dinner thing got me. I ain't gonna lie. What is going on, guys? We are Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not Xbox better than PlayStation. Ooh, you dirty girl. I'm, I'm an Xbox guy through and through. I mean, look, PlayStation has, like, the uh, legacy, mm-hmm. but I can't front. I'm Xbox right now, although... I've been lying if I said I didn't think recently about maybe buying a PS4. Yeah, I have both. I have an I Xbox and a PlayStation. PlayStation's exclusives are a little bit more better right now than Xbox. More better? Are better. <laughs> it's terrible English. For the <laughs> you, English major. You can't front on Halo and Gears, though. I, you know, I got an Xbox because of Gears. But I just finished Spider-Man. And then you Last got, of Us is coming out. God you of know, War. You gotta, you gotta, God of War. Um, but yeah. Enough about that. That's for my gaming podcast later on down the line. <laughs> I am Shades. And with my other host. I'm going to go with Will tonight. Just Will tonight. I'm going to go with Will tonight. All right, Will tonight. How you feeling? Will tonight. That's going to be my name. T- Will tonight. Um, I'm doing all right, Mr. Shades. All right, all right. Unfortunately, we don't have Maddie Bizzle, double Z, double E with us tonight. He had some uh, work problems, so a little delayed, but he's here in spirit. The show must go on. He will be with us next week. So we're two days removed from Hell in the Cell. We had a Raw, a little SmackDown, a little WWE news, a little non-WWE news, excuse me. Uh, I guess, you know, let's jump right into Raw. So Raw kicks off with uh, the announcement, first of all, of... The next Saudi Arabia event, which is going to take place November 2nd, entitled The Crown Jewel. November 2nd? Yeah. All right. So I told you that, you know, off air, you have Evolution, the 26th, 27th, around that time, 28th, 29th. 22nd, I think. 22nd? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so then I was wrong. Never mind. I should probably figure that out considering I'm going to be there, but I think it's the 22nd. Yeah, you have missed an event this year. Not WWE, but, Yo, you know. I didn't have event. to rub that in. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mastodon. I still love you. Yeah. I mean, they still got your money. They got my money. This is true. <laughs> they just didn't get your body there. Exactly. All right. So, I, so then I won't say anything because I thought it was the 28th or the 29th around that area. And mm. then I was like, four or five days later, you're going to have no, another pay-per-view? It's like a week and a half. A week and a half. Okay. But still. That's, that's, that's it's a little oversaturated. We'll get into oversaturation. Yeah. 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 So um, part of that announcement was that at the Crown Jewel, we will have a triple threat match between Brock Lesnar. You can't do it like that. You got to go. Well, he's not the reigning undisputed. No, but you gotta go. You gotta. There you go. You got the Paul Heyman ponytail right now. You gotta do. (laughs) You gotta do it. Well, he doesn't have a ponytail anymore. He's got that little the bald bald, side hair. Yeah. Brock Brock Lesnar. Lesnar versus Boring Reigns and Braun Strowman. Uh, I mean, I don't think we need this triple threat match, but we're gonna get it regardless. Don't know where this lands. It's probably gonna, Roman's probably going to go over on Braun, and that'll be that. Yep. But yep. whatever. Um, after that, I mean, all in all, Raw was kind of like a hit or miss kind of episode. Um, 
there was a lot of things that were kind of useless. But then we get like the Undertaker promo where mm-hmm. Undertaker reveals that Shawn Michaels is going to be in Triple H's corner, but Kane, his brother Kane, his brother Mayor Kane, is going to be Mayor of Knoxville, right there. Mayor of Knox County. Yeah, yes, uh, Knox County. Yes, not Knoxville. <laughs> um, you know, he'll be in his corner. Triple H has Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Showstopper. Yeah. You know, he's an icon. Yeah. But the Undertaker has the government on his side now. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I think Triple H is in trouble here. <laughs> he has a mayor. He has a mayor. A mayor elect. A whole, like this guy's like the embodiment of democracy. Like I, I think that Triple H needs to exile out Shawn Michaels, bring in Jesse the Body Mentor. <laughs> What's the only way to be a mayor? A be governor. a governor. <laughs> bring a governor. You got to bring a governor in. Um, so yeah, so we got like you know it was it was a lot of like nothings like the uh, Drew McIntyre defeating uh, Dean Ambrose and Chad Gable against the Ascension member who I never Victor, Victor. Connor Connor Did is the heavier set one Victor is the one with the usually green face paint and the receding hairline he ha- he has the Baron Corbin the receding hairline with the ponytail whatever bro with one of those two buffoons. Um but then we got to take a promo. But then after that, we get like Bailey and Nada Brooke. We get the AOP in a squash match, and then we get a, like a tremendous IC title match between Seth and um, and uh, Dolph Ziggler. Why does his name escape me all the time? Every time, right? It's, it's always like because you have Seth Rollins, but then you have Dean Ambrose, a D name. You have Drew McIntyre, another D name. Dolph Ziggler, I always another lose Dolph. D name. Yeah, I always lose Dolph. I don't know. Um, but they had a fantastic IC title match. Mm-hmm. An IC title match that, as you um, expressed before we went on, that Dolph was kind of accidentally goaded into. Because um, Baron Corbin was like how Seth probably isn't even going to show up tonight. Yeah, he's too broken from the cell, like falling, yeah, falling, from the falling the cell. off the cell and all this other like mammy-pammy stuff. And then he shows up, and he's ready. He's like, I'm ready for a fight, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know. Perfect weird. Seth Rollins. Voice. Right? Perfect. <laughs> and they, they just, they because of course they did, they had a, a really, really good match. As they usually do. As, as they do. As, as they, they do. do. You know, Seth went over with the stomp. They're still just calling it the, the stomp. stomp. Laziness. Right. But that was great. Um, after that, we had Ronda. Ronda Rousey comes out, and uh, after some... Bliss kind of talking her up promo, where she's like, oh. and she gave her kudos for she gave like her kudos what for lasting as long yeah. as she did and giving her a, a better fight than she expected and blah blah blah. She issues an open challenge, and first Natalia's music hits, and everyone's like, oh wow, blah blah, but then she never shows up, and instead, well, she shows up, doesn't she? She doesn't come out like originally. No, she doesn't come out. I mean. I, in a way, she shows up because mm-hmm. the riot squad is dragging her unconscious body out from backstage. So, yeah, she shows up to a degree. Um, Ruby Riot cuts a lame promo like, "We're tired of you," yada yada yada. So the riot squad jump Ronda Rousey, and then out comes the Bella Twins. Hold on, the- you mean the baddest woman on the planet couldn't take on three wrestlers? No, she take couldn't. that, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on Joe Rogan, man. <laughs> I don't even, how was DDP on his show? Like, that doesn't... I don't get it. I mean, I didn't listen to it, so maybe it's it's better than I thought it would be, but Rowan notoriously bashes professional wrestling. So, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah, so the Bella Twins come out and make the save uh, because, you know, 
I'm sure these two divas, women from the divas era, can take on legitimate wrestlers like Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan. Sorry, Liv Morgan. I mean, um, we showed, uh, not we technically, but WWE showed Brie Bella is not fit for wrestling. Uh, Nikki Bella is head and shoulders better than her sister, but she's still not as good. Um, but this this segment here, you know, Ronda uh, getting jumped by the Riot Squad, the Bells coming out to save her. It's just them, um, just setting up for the super setting showdown. up for the super showdown. Yeah, and they even I think they even said it like these six women are gonna meet at the super showdown, but they want to get their hands on there. I'm like, oh. like I don't I don't care, I don't care. Out of like the matches that we have going on, this is my bathroom match. Yeah, and you know what? And it's mine too, and it frustrates me that it is because I think well, that's gonna be an issue. We'll take turns. We'll share, whatever. <laughs> so, if you watched Ruby Ryan when she was at NXT, mm-hmm. she was like a huge face in NXT, and she was doing really well. Yeah, but she came up as a heel. No, I, that's not my point. Mm-hmm. My point is that like she's shown, whether it's in an indie scene before as Heidi Lovelace or NXT as a face, that she's a really like she could be a really good talent, mm-hmm. and they're wasting her doing this garbage, having her you know jobbing out to the Bellas. Like it's so insane. I know. I'm pretty sure I harp on this like every week, but it's just it's so frustrating. Every other week, it's so frustrating to me that a, a talent like Ruby Riot ends up becoming my bathroom match. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyway, so let's move on. The next segment I think was probably my favorite segment on Raw in the last like month. So Elias comes out. He's doing his thing. He actually plays a pretty decent guitar solo. I'm not gonna front. You know, all in the blue scales. You know, pretty good. Not too bad. So, he plays his solo, and then he talks about how, like, he's always interrupted every week, blah, 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 blah. And then comes out um, Bobby Lashley. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Not Bobby Lashley. Leo Rush. Leo Rush. The man of the hour. Comes out, and I'm losing it. I love Leo Rush. I think Leo Rush is one of the most entertaining wrestlers out there. Just what he can do in the ring Mm -hmm. is absurd. It's funny is that... You look at Leo Rush's size compared to everyone else. Yeah. It's like he doesn't belong in the ring because right. he's just so small. He's so little. He's a tiny guy. It's like, we're not here to make matchmaker, but imagine Leo Rush and Zelina Vega together. Oh my God. It'd be like the shortest couple on the planet. Yeah. Two tiny people there. But and, Eli- and Elias does a great job of, of like touching on that where when uh, Leo Rush is talking, he's coming down the ring, Elias goes, hey. Who let this kid out on the stage? <laughs> he goes, what irresponsible parent let their kid wander off and get on the stage and grab a microphone? And it's just the funniest thing. So then Leo Rush goes to the commentary table. Mm-hmm. Lashley comes out for their match. And Leo Rush is just running down Kevin Owens the entire time. Mm-hmm. So then Kevin Owens comes out. He tries to like get into an altercation with Leo Rush. But Leo Rush, this is... I was worried that they were just going to have him be like a mouthpiece. Yeah. But they let him show off his skill. Mm-hmm. He's doing flips. He's doing jumps. He's doing this. He's, he's running back and forth. He's run, jumping over jumping them. Jumping over them, yeah. under them, doing the whole thing. Hits an insiguri on Elias. So it's a DQ, whatever. But at the end of it, like it made him look really good. Yeah. And so you had... Oh, and then Lashley grabs uh, Leo Rush and he throws him at uh, at, at um, Kevin Owens and, and, Elias. and Elias. Thank you. And then he runs back into the ring, and he holds him on his shoulders. And so he's carrying him on his shoulders like a little kid. And it was great. And I'm like, okay, see, this, I can I can do this. Mm-hmm. If I get more, like, Elias and Bobby Lashley and and uh, uh, Leo Rush and Kevin Owens every week, sign me up. I See, I don't want it every week. 
Because I don't yeah. want the, they'll ruin it. Right. You know right, WWE, right, right, they right. know how to ruin a good thing. Yeah, true. Um if we have some backstage segments with just Leo Rush and um, Bobby Lashley or, you know, Elias and, and Kevin Owens talking about them, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Get some tomfoolery in every other week or right. whatever like that. Yeah. Build it up slowly. Yeah. Um But this brought me to what we spoke about again off air is um Elias and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Are going to be at the Super Show facing Bobby Lashley and not Leo Rush. No. John, John Cena. Cena. Yeah. I understand you need to get John Cena in. He's a big guy. He's a he's a, he's one of your you know your showcases. Mm. Um, but having Leo Rush there, it, it makes more sense to have. Well, you're going to have John Cena not show up until the Super Show. He's just doing social media stuff, revealing his sixth move of Doom. I would much rather see Leo Rush, especially that, you know, WWE doesn't really do a good job of bringing up NXT guys, Mm -hmm. or girls, girls Mm -hmm. for that matter. Um, But I feel like they're bringing Leo Rush up, and it's fun, one, entertaining, that's most important. Um, I just need to see him in a match on the main roster. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, that's, that's the most important. The problem is, I don't know if, his style fits Kevin Owens or Elias. Right. And that's what I'm worried about. Right. Like, you're going to have, you know, him and Lashley be... I hope they're not a tag team. I hope they're just together. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I really don't think that Kevin Owens and... and uh, Kevin Owens, maybe, but Elias, definitely not. I think Kevin Owens has a better chance of putting on a good match with Leo Rush. Because Kevin Owens spent a lot of time on the indie scene. So mm-hmm. he's wrestled other... Flippy cruiserweight mm-hmm. kind of guys, so I think he could probably the two of them together can probably figure out a good way to have a match and tell a good story. Elias, I think, is a little bit more green in that aspect, so I'm not sure he would be able to fit. I don't think their um, their styles would mesh well because mm-hmm. Elias is very like you know grounded. Mm-hmm. He's a very grounded performer, and I just don't know that 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 would mesh well. But I do see your point. I think this Leo Rush thing was a spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's why he's not booked on the Super Showdown. I think it's Cena. Because like you said, they have to put butts in the seats, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that was the plan. Well, and then Leo Rush is kind of just like a, oh, let's try this. And it worked. I mean... And I think he's going to be coming out with them. I think he's going to be like their manager. Okay. The I Super mean, Showdown. I don't like it, but... Right. In terms of selling tickets, mm-hmm. this is the first, like pay-per-view house show right uh in australia right it's going to sell out regardless um i didn't think you need john cena for that um, they think they need john uh, no cena. But, but of course because he's john cena yeah, he's juan cena juan cena um cena means dinner in spanish <laughs> sh- sure he's <laughs> john dinner john, john dinner john dinner <laughs> <laughs> You took me out of my element this time. I'm sorry. You took me out of my element on that one. My bad. The dinner thing got me. I ain't gonna lie. Um, in terms of like promo work for them, mm. Bobby Lashley is boring. Right. Um, I don't really I know too much of Leo Rush in mm. terms of mic work, mm. but Elias and Kevin Owens can definitely carry this. Right. I'm. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm just upset. Kevin Owens is into another tag team gimmick thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think that's not 
where he needs to be right now. I agree. Let this be a one-off, in my opinion. Well, that's the problem with that, that cluster that they have at the main event scene. Mm-hmm. There's no room for Kevin Owens to do anything. I'm not saying main event scene. No, no, I'm just, I'm just in general, mm-hmm. what else is there for him to do? Mid-card he, stuff. Look Seth at has it, and Seth is up in the main event thing. I, okay, fine. Fine. Bring Seth, bring Seth down, let him lose the title to somebody like Kevin Owens. I agree. I agree. They but put I'm on saying a fantastic match like four weeks ago on Raw. Then what he quit? Exactly. I completely agree with you. And I'm, but I'm just saying that's the issue that we're having with that cluster in the main event. Because the that Shield's like, main event and the, every, yeah. it's so it's so jammed up there. Mm-hmm. With and they're holding the IC title hostage, and now they're holding the tag titles hostage. All these other performers on the, on the roster Are have nothing yeah. to do. They're fodder. Yeah, you're wrestling. I mean, you're wrestling for a paycheck, but you're wrestling for no Nothing. reason. This is the reason. The issue that I had when Brock Lesnar was champion mm-hmm. was there. You know, you got uh, Finn or or Roman or this guy or that guy fighting for what? Yeah, to have a pay per view match for the Universal Title six months down the road when Brock Lesnar decides to show up. I mean, to go back to like the AOP stuff. So when they were having the match, um, and they have uh, Blake Maverick, Drake Maverick, Drake sorry, Maverick. Drake Maverick Drake. as a Drake Maverick is their manager, and announce the announce team keeps saying that like, oh Drake Maverick says that they mean business and that AOP isn't looking for long term. They want success now, blah blah blah. And I'm sitting there going, how? Mm-hmm. What success when you have the Raw Tag Titles tied up in the main event scene? Mm-hmm. It AOP squashing jobbers for no reason. I think. Okay, so for the Super Showdown, we're going to have the six-man tag, Dogs of War versus The Shield, right? Um, I think I'm technically going to be wrong because obviously uh, Braun is going to fight a crown jewel in the triple threat match. But uh, the Dogs of War versus The Shield thing needs to end at the Super Showdown. So so we can have more uh, of the title defense in terms of both titles. Um, I don't know if that's gonna happen because mm-hmm. you know Vince loves his big sweaty men, right? And it doesn't get any bigger or sweatier than those three, those six guys. Well, six guys, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, aside from Ziggler isn't that big. I mean, Matty Bizzle Double Z's Double E's not here, but um, <laughs> we know how much he loves Dean's size. Yeah. And so is Renee Young. Anyway, um, all right. So let's. Wow. <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's move on. Uh, we had a nice surprise return, although it was, you know what, it's not much of a surprise to me. I kind of saw this coming, but uh, Alicia Fox and Mickey James were going up against Ember Moon and a surprise tag partner. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you're not doing call ups because why would they? Like, who's left on the roster? Who's not doing anything? I was like, oh. I haven't seen Nia Jax in a while. And as soon as that throw crosses in my mind, her music hits. I go, yep, that makes sense. I thought she was injured. She was injured? That, that's the word on the street? She claims she wasn't. Reports say that she was. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. She comes back. They go over. Nia Jax has a Samoan drop on... I don't remember which. I think Alicia. Alicia. Alicia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Samoan drop on Alicia Fox. They win because, duh. Um, and then the main event. Oh man! Oh man! Oh. <laughs> during during oh. during our 
predictions video for Hell in the Cell. Yeah. He said the main event is going to be an overbooked nonsense mess. Yep. So you know what? Let's go, let, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Double, double or nothing. Two nights in a row. Oh my god. Let's make an overbooked mess. Baron Corbin books himself against Roman Reigns for, for the Universal the title. Championship. Because who on earth wants to see this match? Who wants to see the Universal title on Baron Corbin? Baron I was Corbin rooting does. for him just for the sake of it. I'm watching the match going like, you know what? Just put on Baron Corbin. Just do it. Just do it. I don't care. It'd be hilarious. Right, so just we can it. have a fatal four-way crown jewel. Bro. <laughs> oh. So, like, they're having the match, and every single person who was involved in the main event of Hell in a Cell, they all come back out, and they all do more nonsense, and they all interfere, and then... Well, Corbin got himself disqualified. He gets DQ'd, and then he goes, I'm the general manager. This match is restarted as a no-DQ match, and he still loses via spear. I can't. Jeremy, I can't. Oh, my God. Do you understand that I watched this whole match just, like... Hating everything about life because it's just it's so dumb. I was like, all right, so in my opinion, Raw was going up, 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 you know, falling, you know, like a like a like a janky roller coaster. Yeah, like, like you're on the cyclone. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, the, oh you no, know, you're That's going up, you're going up. It's, it's rattling, it's rattling. Mm. You, you may go down, you may go up, you may go down. It's at its peak, and it's like you know, when you once you're at the peak of a roller coaster, you go down and you have fun. This wasn't that. Nope. This went down and it it was like like a bad stock just go, <laughs> like a bad stock. It was just going down. This wasn't a roller coaster that went down because the tracks were designed that way. This is a roller coaster that went down because the tracks broke. There was no there was more tracks. There were no tra- there were no tracks. It just fell. It was just oh man, I I can't express enough just how much I hated this main event mm. and it was such a waste of time. No one thought Baron was gonna win. No. Why would Baron win? It's not gonna happen. So why even bother with this? It was ugh. Three. Mm. That's what I think about. Three. Oh, well, I mean, but that was that was raw. Yeah. I mean, not. Listen, it's been better the lot this week. Yes. It's yes. been getting better. Not. Oh my God, better. But this week was definitely Tolerable. better yeah. than the last two weeks for sure. For I sure. will say that. But after just the the nonsense that was, the the main event on Sunday. Hmm. To have it, to do another overbooked match at the end of Raw, I can't, can't take it, can't take it. An over, an overbook Hell in a Cell, mind you, that featured at the when they went off the air, that the crowd apparently was chanting, "This is BS." You know why? The ending. Yeah, the ending. I mean, you have mankind twenty years ago getting thrown off the cell and getting thrown through the cell. But you have Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, who are supposed to be tougher mm-hmm. than mankind, lay on the floor for eight minutes. Brock Lesnar comes out, beats them with a broken table. F5, F5, they can't continue. I'd be screaming, this is BS also. So, WWE says, they, they see this. It's like, it's like where they're playing poker. They go, I see your this is BS, and I raise you the main event of Raw. It's, I don't, why would you do this? I don't, they just did this. The crowd goes ape in a bad way. So they do it again the next night? Ah. No, no comprendo. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Let's, it was supposed to, to book them safely, I guess. And to, to book the main event for Raw safely. To still make Roman look stronger. Dumb. But, I'm sorry, Reigns 
or Braun don't look strong nope. after Hell in the Cell. Nope. The two guys that came out looking strong after Hell in the Cell, Dolph Ziggler, Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yep, That's I it. agree. Yep. But anyway... That let's, was Raw. Let's shake the let's shake off the, the, the filth of Raw. The filth of Raw. And let's move on to, to, a, to a good SmackDown. Tuesday night SmackDown Live. Starts off with the Miz in the ring. His special guest for Miz TV. Miz wife. Mother of the Year. <laughs> Maris. I kinda hate her accent. Her her return to to, to SmackDown Live. But she returned in ring. Last week, so this is technically not her return, but it is her return. But it's also her retirement <laughs> for the time being. She's taking time off. Oh, well, she's got to raise uh, what's the little brat's name? Monroe Sky. Monroe Sky. I want to call her Revy Sky. I'm like, that's not right. No, that's not. <laughs> like, that's my Hardy's way. Yes. <laughs> With his son, Maximilian. That's right, King Maxwell. King Maxwell. Uh, so you know. Miz comes out, Maurice comes out, they're talking yin yang about uh, you know, Daniel Bryan, Brie Bella. Daniel Bryan comes out. Don't talk about my wife. Comes out. They fight. They fight. Daniel Bryan hits the Miz or drops drop kicks the Miz into Maurice. Maurice mm-hmm. falls down, holding her stomach. Why? God knows only. Um turns out this was a ruse. Mm-hmm. To get the Miz to sneak attack Daniel Bryan, sneak attack. which fails. They show the build up to Super Showdown. They're fighting for a number one contender spot. A WWE Championship opportunity. Also, oh, it's not a number one contender spot. It's Correct. just an opportunity. Correct. What's the difference? So, number one contenders, you're immediately the next person in line for the title. Correct. Okay. Opportunity is you have it in your back pocket for whenever you so choose. So it's a discount money in the bank. Correct. Except you can't catch it in whenever. Right, right. Correct. And I'm telling you, I said it before, I'll say it again. This is the vehicle to put the title on the Miz so that Daniel Bryan can take it over him at WrestleMania. Hmm. Just saying that. So they, they get done with that. We have a backstage segment with uh, The New Day in... Kofi is in his wrestling gear because right. he's obviously wrestling tonight. Biggie and uh, Xavier Woods are in outfits like they're in the Serengeti, <laughs> and they're like they're looking at like people back. Like, oh, look at this guy! And they go over to this one guy and they're petting him like, <laughs> like he's an animal in a zoo. Um, funny. Um, Kofi takes on Cesaro. Okay, match. That's fun. Uh, just a little build up to you know the showdown. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro wins with the neutralizer, which we haven't seen that in a while. I, I can't. I said to you, I was like, when was the last time we saw Cesaro hit a new? Because he always sets up for it. He does the like the, 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 the neck head crack, crank, whatever. Yeah. But he never hits it. I was like, the last time we saw him hit it. Yeah. It was nice. Nice surprise. So um, next we have you know Rusev Day in the back. Rusev blames Aiden English the reason why they lost their tag team title match at Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Aiden English is like, I tried my best. And Rusev said, if that was your best, then you may need to go back to the drawing board. Because that was cocky dookie. <laughs> if that was your best, you need to call your friend Ben, uh, what's his face? Simon Gotch. Oh, no, no more VOD villains. No. Well, Simon, Simon Grimm, as he's known in the indie scene, yeah. he's doing okay for himself right now. 
I mean, I never really were, was a fan of the VOD villains. Yeah. They were heels. They're, they're a good NXT act. They don't work on the main roster. Yeah, no. Oh, they're super gimmicky. Right. Um, but Rusev and Lana. Russell's making a lot of noise over there. <laughs> um, Rusev and Lana leave the, this picture. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, just some guy standing back there. Like a production, he had a headset on. Yeah, he had right? a headset on. Production like a guy. guy playing Xbox or something like that. Um, <laughs> and Aiden English kind of loses his his mind. He's yeah. like, "I created Rusev Day, blah blah blah. If anybody's bad for Rusev, it's Lana. This, that, and the third. And then they pan over to his right. Well, first well, you have the, the production guy is like kind of oh, like getting, signaling, hey, like behind over you. there, buddy. Stop, stop it behind you. And, She's right behind you. Know, Lana's there. And he's, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, I didn't know what I was saying. And she came up with the five-year-old <laughs> response, I'm telling Rusev. They run to Rusev. Uh, after the commercial break, they mm-hmm. run to Rusev. Rusev's like, listen, I have an important title match right now. I can't listen to you. Lana, stop. Aiden in English, go do your thing. English comes out, does this whole Rusev thing. And in terms of like... Entrances for Rus- like Rusev Day, mm-hmm. I didn't like Aiden's intro. It's very short. Very short. Very short. Um, comes out, uh, Shinsuke's in the ring, came out already, obviously. Um, decent match. It was okay. For two guys who don't really... There's no like heat to this match. Yeah. No bills. It was kind of like... Just thrown together. Hey, like, US title match. Here, yeah. watch it. Right, exactly. Watch SmackDown. Yeah. Um... Aiden had the mic in his hand the whole time, which he doesn't usually do. Right. He's doing his uh, mics on. Rusev Day chant. He gets the Rusev Day chant. Lana staring staring a, a hole, hole through this guy. Yeah. Um, Shinsuke's going to hit the Kinshasa. Misses. Get the Machka kick. Rusev finally gets up after laying on the ground for about 25 seconds. Mm-hmm. And Aiden English gets on the, the, the apron. Rusev, crush, and Rusev's looking at, him, bro. What are you doing over there? What are you doing? I'm, I'm in a match right now, and we get a weak roll up by Shinsuke. One, two, three. That was a fast count, by the way. Yeah, little Nate. Bro, that that little Nate. That was a that was a really quick one, two, three. I was like, dang, you was in a rush. You got dinner plans or something? You got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. So, um. Lana and uh, and Rusev are in the ring. Aiden English gets in. It was almost immediate. Like, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be like, hey, I'm sorry. And like, you know, Rusev's like, no, don't worry about it. Turns around, bam. But it was just like Rusev gets to his feet. Aiden English cracks him in the back with the, with the back of the head with the microphone. Hits him a couple times with the microphone. Yeah, he just wails on him with the microphone. And then what I thought was a fan screaming, and you, <laughs> you later tell me, it's like, no, bro, that's Lana. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's got some pipes on her. Cause she's sc- Get out! Like Vicky, like Vicky Guerrero. Like Vicky Guerrero. Like, Excuse me. Oh, my God. So um, the mic's all, like, broken and whatnot, and Aiden English is standing there. Happy Rusev Day. Yeah. Drops the mic, leaves. I don't like the way that they ended this feud. Same. Um, we were speaking earlier while watching SmackDown, just like it would have been better from like in my eyes if 
Rusev actually won the U.S. title tonight. Yeah. And then, you know, like you said, Lana wouldn't say anything because they won the title and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then it slowly comes out. They build up to, I don't know, whatever the next pay-per-view is after um, the Super Show. They could have done... I thought if they put the, the, the title on Rusev and they went with the plan that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. they could have pushed this to TLC. Mm. Because think about what we have. I mean, you know what? Maybe not. There's so many things going on. I, right I was going to say they can. Have, they could have pushed this to Crown, Crown Jewel. Ro- Crown Jewel. Crown I say Crown Royal. Yeah, Crown Jewel. Because if we didn't have Crown Jewel, I wouldn't want a Survivor Series. That's no, why I would say TLC. No, because then I'd want. I'd want. Uh, I liked their format last year where they had champions, champions versus, versus champions. champions. Right. I agree. And then the elimination matches. Right. Right. Um, I wouldn't necessarily want to see uh, Rusa versus. Seth Rollins, if he's still the champion at the time. Right. Um, or, for that matter, Aiden English versus Seth Rollins. Right. Um, but they could, I'm saying they could have stretched this out for a little while. Yeah. If they went the route that I was saying with you, talking mm-hmm. about he gets a title, and then he just rides that momentum, while Lana, in the back of her mind, knows that Aiden has resentment towards them, but they're you know trying to coexist for the sake of this title run mm-hmm. until it finally comes to a head. Mm-hmm. They could run that for at least a month or two, yeah, easy. But they went for instant gratification. They've been, I mean, WWE's been dying to rip New Day apart for months. You mean uh, Rusev Day? What did I say? New Day. Same thing. Same day. They've been dying to rip Not apart really. Rusev Day <laughs> for God knows how long. Yeah. So they finally they pulled the trigger because, like, whatever. They finally got their wish. They pulled the trigger. Um, so that goes off. We have AJ Styles versus Andrade Cien Almas. Ooh, there that pronunciation. I'm, I'm wearing my dual lingo for you right there. Hey, girl. Um, they put on a good match the first time they went. Put on a good match the second time they went. Um... A little heavy hitting, a little hard hitting match. But, Not surprised with these two. Uh, nothing in my eyes really stands out about the match. I mean, it was a good match, but there wasn't any real wow, like that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I thought the finish was a well finish. Well, he rolls him up with the bridge, but he yeah. kind of like messes up on the bridge. I mean, One. I think he was struggling just to get over. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just because um, Almas is too heavy or mm-hmm. he just didn't have the right core strength and momentum to get over. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. He gets the flip. I mean, he gets the flip. They get a one count. He flips back over, picks him up. Styles clash. We don't really get to see the Styles clash as a finisher anymore, so I was a little happy about that. But I thought that combo, A, looked impressive. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, I think that does something for AJ's character. Mm-hmm. Because remember, he's in the middle of this like vicious feud, quote unquote vicious feud with Samoa Joe, and here he has an exhibition match with Almas, and theoretically he could have let the pin go and try and get the three count that way, but instead he wants to inflict more pain mm-hmm. by doing the Styles Clash to get the victory. Yeah. So I think if that's what they were going for, then that's a, you know a nice notch to add to AJ's character. If they're doing that way, but what do I know? I feel like I put more thought into AJ's character than WWE does. I stopped putting thought into AJ's character because <laughs> WWE doesn't. It's, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. They put him it's, in two, so, two it, like, silly feuds. Oh, you low-blowed me. Oh, he's a coward. Oh, Wendy. Oh, uh, I'm a good dad. Like, all right. Let the guy do what he does best, and that's wrestle. The character development for AJ is right there. Mm-hmm. 
It's right there. Play off of the emotional. They keep doing it. Like they mention it and then they drop it. Mm-hmm. And then they mention it and they drop Play off of it. Let that be his character arc. What do I know? Well, the feud's supposed to end at Super Showdown. If AJ goes over, he goes over. If Joe wins, Joe wins. I mean, there's nothing more to it than that. I mean, the well, next. If Joe wins, they have to have the rematch clause. They have to have the rematch. Yes, but how often does a champion never get the title back? A WWE champion get their title Not back? Not often, on her, on but I'm saying they still clause. have to do it, though. Yeah. Um, AJ wins. They raise his hand. Joe comes out, tries to beat him up a little bit before. Uh, they get taken outside. AJ, uh, excuse me, Joe tries to throw AJ into the stairs. Mm-hmm. AJ reverses it, throws him into the barricade, wails on him a little bit. Joe fights back, climbs over, and kind of like retreats. Retreats. I don't want to say he ran away, but he retreated. And I'm like, why? You're upset. You got cheated out of the, the WWE Championship. You need to show a little bit more anger. Yeah. AJ tapped. And that, that's one thing he was screaming at AJ when he, was, he grabbed his head. And he's just like, you know it's true. You know it's true. And I'm just like, yeah, you know it's true. I, I don't know why I'm so happy. But <laughs> that's your boy, but. I'm like, it is true. I mean, technically he did tap, but, you know. Was it possessions nine-tenths of the law or something like that? <laughs> um... So, you know, you and I spoke about this match should have been the main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply because we haven't seen the WWE Champion wrestle in the main event in a while. Long time. Um, unfortunately, we didn't. The last match of the night was Asuka versus Billy Kay because they're leading into their feud now for the Super Showdown. Right. Um, and the main event segment was the Becky Lynch coronation. The coronation of the new women's champion, Becky Lynch. Um, she comes out, technically, Paige is in the ring already. Mm-hmm. She calls Becky out, titles under, you know, the velvet, blue velvet, what, you know, uh, The cloth, mat has the... The blue, yep. uh, blue mat. Mm-hmm. And Becky's like, hey, you know, thanks, you know, for all this. And I don't need a, you know, a group of women surrounding the ring. I just need one person here. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Ronda, Ronda. Yeah. Who's that one person that she need? The person, sure. the woman that she defeated at Hell in a Cell. Charlotte. And I'm not a real fan of Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, can she wrestle? Yeah. She just, she's a little boring in my taste. Okay. Um, but she was a little entertaining tonight for me. Mm-hmm. Charlotte comes out. She's just like, I don't want you to raise my hand. I don't want you to steal my spotlight. No, she's she's like, I don't want you to steal my to steal my spotlight. And she goes, How about you raise my hand now? Oh no no no! You know what? Fine. You don't want to raise my hand. I don't want you to raise my hand anyway. Put the um, belt around my put waist. Put the belt around my waist. Oh, she said that, and I was like, Yes, this is the greatest thing ever. She's she's like, Oh, um. She's like, I, I do want one thing from you. Call me queen. And I'm just like, oh my god. I thought the belt line go. was better. Belt line was better. The belt line was way better. But like, I get the queen thing because like Charlotte's the queen, mm-hmm. quote unquote. So I get that. But the belt line was better. And Charlotte's like, oh, you know, in your quest to win the women's championship, you lost something a lot more. My friendship. 
And I was just like, oh. And then she's like, you lost more than a friendship. You lost this. You lost that. It was like, she was, her her stuff was just so, I know it was supposed to be like serious baby face, but it just felt so It was like over the top corny in my opinion. Yeah. I know it wasn't meant to be because like we've seen corny. We know what corny looks like. And this wasn't like the, the script for her work. It wasn't corny per se. But the way it came off was just bleh. Yeah, so um, Charlotte's upset. She's walking she away. She decides to leave the tr- tries to leave the ring, and Becky drops the B bomb. And Charlotte turns around, and they start tussling. Mm-hmm. Becky throws her outside, throws her over the announce table, and now we have a wardrobe malfunction. Because well, she, seemingly we don't actually ever see the wardrobe malfunction. No, but, no, it but seems like, pretty obvious that yeah, there is I mean. One. Um, Charlotte gets thrown into the steps, then she gets thrown over the announcer's table, but she's holding her chest to try to keep, you know... Yeah, she looks like she's definitely trying to hold her shirt up. Yeah, she's, she's trying not to reveal anything. Right. Um, but I I don't know if Becky realized what was going on, because she just kept trying to, like, go at her, and then she put mm. the disarmor on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, disarmor she didn't get away with, because she's... Yeah, but then, then she the hit chest. it with a exploder. True. So at that point, I mean... But, okay, but the Bex Boulder, A, at first, you're starting in, like, a hugging position, basically. Yeah, but once she re- releases, I mean... She's Char- only in the air for, like... Yeah, but Charlotte had her her arm covering her chest. Right, right. So, like, so nothing would, you know, slip out. But if you're Becky, what do you do? You know, if you if you have this planned spot, like... I understand. You know I think I, mean? I think you could have ended it at the, uh, the disarmor, and then okay. that's it. But you know what? But here's the thing, though. Even with doing the Bex Boulder and all that... She was standing at the top of the ramp, and there was two minutes left. We had two minutes of her just posing with the belt, and then them doing a replay. If she doesn't do the exploder, that's in like another minute or so. Like they had to fill that. They already were struggling to fill two minutes. Mm-hmm. You take anything away, and then what are they doing to fill that spa- that space? You know? Yeah. But um, that was uh, SmackDown. SmackDown I, and Raw. I, I thought SmackDown was def- definitely far beyond better than Raw. Yeah. At a much better show than last week. So, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad show this week for SmackDown, in my opinion. Had some good matches, had some entertaining stuff, but it was fine. I was totally with it. I had a much better time watching SmackDown than Raw. That's That goes without saying. <clears throat> so, let's move on to some uh, some news, shall we? News. News. News, news, news. Breaking news. Breaking. Not breaking. Not breaking. I mean, breaking to the show, I guess. Breaking to the show. Breaking so, news to you guys if you haven't heard. So, WWE has announced that starting tomorrow, this or this is going to go off on Wednesday, so starting tonight, for those of you listening when this goes on, uh, goes up, starting Wednesday night, 205 Live is moving to Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. So, this now starts a three-hour block of 205 Live at 7, NXT at 8, and the Mae Young Classic at 9. So, this, I think... There's a lot of speculation, and this is what I think is going on. I think the idea is that they're taking 205 Live's top guys, mm-hmm. and they're moving them up to Raw and SmackDown. We've seen Drake Maverick is now the manager for Elvis of Pain, the GM of 205 Live. We've seen Drew Gulak as part of the heel locker room. Roman in, fears Drew Gulak. Right, exactly. So we've seen Drew Gulak doing heel stuff up on Raw already. And now we have Leo Rush, who's fully cemented into a program with Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, 
and um, Elias. So we have three guys from 205 Live who are suddenly, before now for the whole time until... So after they first had the 205 Live division or whatever, they kind of were in Raw once in a while, like doing random tag matches. Every once in a while. But for a long time, they were their own separate thing, Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden they're integrating them again. Mm -hmm. So what I think they might be doing is starting to sprinkle out some of the performers and then having 205 Live be absorbed into NXT. Mm -hmm. Which I think might be a better fit. Because NXT is recorded, pre-recorded, at Full Sail Arena, where they're like, you know, these really passionate fans. You get that fan base with 205 Live matches, and they're going to go over a lot better than they did after SmackDown. You know? But um, is 205 Live going to be recorded at Full Sail? Because right now, Smack, um, 205 Live immediately follows SmackDown. Not right now. No, no. What I'm saying is this getting pre-recorded or is this being live from, you know, insert random place here? I think I, – I, I'm not entirely sure. I didn't do enough research on this. I'm guessing they're pre-recording this as well because they're not – unless they're doing it before SmackDown because immediately right now, immediately after SmackDown is the Mixed Match Challenge. Yes. On Facebook uh, on Facebook Watch. And that's going to run for <clears throat> three months or something like that. Right. So last year what they did was they did SmackDown, Mix Match Challenge, 205 Live. Mm-hmm. By the time 205 Live uh, performers hit their state, hit the ring, no one cared. Yep. The, the arena was empty. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to record it the same way and then air it at 8 mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. I'm not sure. But I think if they get absorbed, they need to record at Full Sail with the Full Sail guys as part of NXT. That's just my I take mean, I think that. you can have NXT's an hour. Right. 205 Live's an hour. Mm-hmm. I think to have get the you know your fans' money's worth, record both the same night and then have them air, you know... Concurrently, that's what that's mm-hmm. what it would be. <clears throat> Two hundred five first NXT, boom boom, and that's it. Well, the problem is that NXT, the way they currently do, it is they record like four episodes at a time. Do they? Yeah. <clears throat> so they have the full sale arena fans sitting there for like four or five hours, mm. just doing taping after taping after taping after taping after taping. Yeah, but I think it'd be it'd be better in terms of the fan perspective for for. 205 Live and then NXT because sure. you get a mixture of everything. Agreed. But then they have to flip the way the, the production schedule entirely. Yeah, thank God that's not my job. Because <laughs> that would be a headache. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I hope that this kind of comes to pass because I would really like to see the 205 Live wrestlers get a better shake. Because the way that things are set up now, they don't really, like, there's no movement. When you're in 205 Live, you're kind of just stuck there. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this does something to, to crack them out of that. Um, <clears throat> so let's move on to some more non-branded news, some general WWE news. Over the weekend, the big story has been that it seems it would appear that all signs would indicate that Matt Hardy has retired from the WWE. He posted a video... Pretty much saying that it's time to out of character, completely no woke. It was Matt Hardy. It was just Matt Hardy, just Matthew Hardy, saying that it's time to go home and be a husband and be a father and just you know 
and we know that he um, he has a back problem where like his spine and his cocks are fusing or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, it makes sense. If that's the case, if that's the end of Matt Hardy, you know, the man had one tremendous career. Um, Between his stuff with the Hardy Boys, where they pretty much revolutionized tag team wrestling in the early two, in the late nineties, early two thousands, and then with the Dudleys, Edge, and Christian, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that whole stuff, all of his time there, um, and then he always he, he's a, like you could tell his creative how creative he is because mm-hmm. he always was looking for something different to do with his character. He had imagined uh, Matt version two version version, version one. one. Um, and he was always doing something and then he went to you know when he was in the indie scene and with Impact and he was doing the broken thing and that was the biggest thing in wrestling for months I thought it was super cam- uh, campy with uh, when they were in NXT not NXT excuse me uh, when they were in uh, Impact mm-hmm. um, I was like what the heck is this yeah and then it's just like it got caught on it's it's and that's exactly what it is it's like at first i said the same thing the first time was first i caught wind of it was at the final deletion and i'm watching i'm just like this is ridiculous and it was so ridiculous that by the time we got to like ultimate deletion i was like this is the best thing in the world this is amazing it's great it's so campy it's so dumb but it's so wrestling it's so good it's very entertaining it was great so you know it's it sucks because I would have liked to see Matt get a better championship run in the WWE as opposed to just having the ECW championship. I agree. Give him a World Heavyweight Championship. Don't give him the WWE Championship if you don't trust him, but give him a World Heavyweight Championship. And what's the harm? That would have been you know? nice. What's the harm? Vince never saw him that way, though. That's the problem. He, he was a Jeff guy. Always. It was a Jeff guy through and through. Always. Um, because Jeff would do anything basically to yeah. you know, entertain the fans. And Matt, Matt did the same, but he wasn't jumping off. He was more technical than, right, than Matt Jeff was a technical was. guy. Matt was the brains. You can see him always thinking, whether it was in the ring or thinking about like how to take their characters or mm-hmm. what to do in the wrestling business. You know, the guy's a smart guy. He knows what he like. He's super creative, and I think the, there's rumors that he's gonna stay with WWE in like a backstage role, mm-hmm. which I think is great. I would have liked for okay, so I. I've got a lot of mixed reviews, especially with people I, I speak uh, wrestling with. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Hardy hurt himself mm-hmm. at Hell in the Cell. I put quotes up because he's fallen through worse. You know, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. seen what you call it. They're doing nothing with Bray Wyatt right now. Mm-hmm. They're doing nothing with Jeff Hardy now. Mm-hmm. His his uh, Randy Orton feud seemingly over. Mm-hmm. Why not have Matt bring uh, Brother Nero to the Lake of Reincarnation? Have him come back as Brother Nero and try with to... Bray? With Bray? I don't think it'll be the same. I'm not crazy about the idea because then it's like retreading old waters. Yeah. You know? Jeff's taking time off to heal because he hurt his back. His, his back is messed up. So he's mm-hmm. taking time off. And, I mean, Bray is, like, on Twitter been like, hey, I need new entrance music, like, blah, blah, blah. So, I think they're looking to repackage Bray. Not sure how that's going to work. How can they repackage Bray? I, I just said, I don't know how that's going to work. But, I don't, whoever, whichever one of them comes back, I don't want it to be the same thing. I think, I think Brother Nero is coming back. Because Jeff was hinting to being a Broken-esque character before Hell mm-hmm. in a Cell. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. Full broken brother Nero style, um, but Bray, I don't, 
I don't know what they can do with Bray at this point. You know, I, I just I don't know what they could possibly do. I, I think the WWE's lost Ombre Wyatt, and I don't think they're going to do anything with him. So, um, we have week two of the Mae Young Classic. Yeah, continues to go strong. Another good matches. Continues to go strong. No, I, and um, I, I'm thoroughly entertained with it. Yeah. I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm I'm thoroughly excited for tomorrow. To that three-hour block, mm. I think is going <laughs> to... I'm going to compare the three-hour block of tomorrow to that three-hour block of Monday Night Raw. And I guarantee you'll have a better time tomorrow. 205 Live, NXT, Mae Young Classic. It's just... I'm so... Now that I love that they put 205 Live at 7 on Wednesdays... Because I'm, it's a, I'm gonna be set. I'm gonna play Tomb Raider all day because I don't have work tomorrow, and then I'm gonna watch wrestling all night. Who has a better night than me tomorrow? Nobody. That's who. <laughs> I can't argue that. <laughs> so in health news with the WWE, the concussion case was uh, dismissed. Yeah, apparently there was. So I mean, there's been lots of talks about WWE being in you know lawsuits for concussions and and whatnot. And the most recent concussion lawsuit that was, <clears throat> let's see, I'm sorry, I'm pulling up the the actual article now because I don't want to you know use any wrong names or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, da, 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 da. former wrestlers, attorney at yeah. Here we go. On behalf of Big Vito, Adam Mercer, as well as Road Warrior Animal. Uh, Paul Orndorff and Jimmy Snuka. So they were all part of this uh, case against WWE um, because of the concussions and CTE and all that stuff and saying that WWE should be liable for, you know, the health bills and all that stuff. And yeah. something has I mean, to be done. I mean, the NFL is liable for injuries. Right. WWE should be also. Right. So apparently two of the cases were dismissed with prejudice um, because they couldn't rely on... Um, What's his name? Who is this? On um, attorney Constantine Kairos being held liable for legal fee. Like, it, it was a whole mess, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that turned out with, you know, the, 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 case getting, the case getting dismissed. Now, I hope that they find maybe a better lawyer or something and something comes of this. Because I do think if these performers were getting or suffering from, like, long-term health damage damage for performing for WWE, they should do the right thing by these guys. I mean, Big Vito was more of a WCW guy before he was in the WWE. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know how that necessarily works. I don't know who this Adam Mercer guy is. I don't know either. But, uh, you know, Road Warrior Animal. We all know know that is. Legendary tag team. Paul Orndorff, the wonderful Mr. Wonderful, and uh, Jimmy Snuka, of course. But and, and we like and the way Jimmy Snuka ended up. I mean, but he's 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 in bad shape, and that's what I'm saying. You know, like if Jimmy Snuka is was whatever because of CTE, like he, he went crazy and like well, but he murdered his girlfriend back in right. the '80s. Right. Who's to say he didn't have his first concussion back then? Remember, yeah. we don't we didn't. Like what we know about concussions today is we didn't know about it, you know, thirty exactly. years ago. Exactly, we have no. Like back then, 
No clue. Mm-hmm. So for all we know, he could have suffered his first... He could have had like three concussions mm-hmm. before we even got to the 80s. Yeah. So for all we know, I mean, we, we've seen what CTE can do. Mm-hmm. Where like Junior Seau committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, like it can mess you up. Yeah. So for all we know, if Jimmy Snuka was suffering from CTE and that led to him murdering... Or at least attributed to him murdering his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then now he's, he's you know he died you know a year ago or whatever. WWE's got to have something. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they have to be held accountable to a degree, but like something, something's got to give here. Yeah, you know. But that's that. Um, we had a uh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, suffered an arm injury at Hell in a Cell, or was this prior? Reports are arm injury following Hell in a Cell. Okay. So I think the arm part might be Kafabe. Mm-hmm. But she's just injured. I think she is legit injured, though. I, I think it's like a small injury. Needs just a little bit of time to heal. She could be ready for uh, the Trish Stratus match at, Correct. at uh, Evolution. Correct. So she's been replaced by Ember Moon mm-hmm. in the mixed tag. Mixed match. match challenge. Tag. Talent, whatever it is, uh, <laughs> play on words. So Ember Moon's teaming with Braun Strowman now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. a weird combination. If I'm not mistaken, I think their first match is either this week or next week. I'm not sure. I guess it's good. It's actually technically um, following SmackDown, so it's already over. It's only an hour. I mean, maybe like half an hour, forty-five minutes. I don't know. Either way. Um, I know Charlotte and AJ had their match against uh, Naomi yeah. and um, her husband Uso. One Glow or Day Glow? Yeah, Day One Glow. Oh, Day One Glow. Uh, that sounds like a hair product. Day One Glow, yeah, like a, like for blondes or something like that. I, I thought I'm more like a like a perm product. Like I feel perms like, don't really glow though. I know, but like I don't know. I feel you ever you remember that movie? Um, was it Coming to America? Yeah. I feel like this is like that product. Like Eddie that, Murphy buys yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. one glow. That's exactly what I feel yeah. like. That's exactly what that sounds like to me. Oh, man. So, yeah, I think it's a small injury that she just needs to some time to recover for, and they're using the arm thing, which is a convenient angle, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, yeah. <sighs> we had some non-WWE news. Let's go. Let's go into some non WWE news, shall some we? Non WWE Impact on the rise. Impact Wrestling, who you know at some point seemed like they were dead in the water, ready to get bought up by WWE. For a long time, it was a matter of when do they fold. Ever since like Don Callis and the rest of that group, they took over, and you know they're they're running strong, and now their 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 ratings are going up steadily. Every week, every week, they had they, they probably were at their peak. I think it was in June or July, and then they had a huge dip, mm-hmm. huge dip in ratings. And on August 9th, they were as low as one hundred and sixty-eight thousand for that episode. Mm. This past week, they're up to two hundred and fifty-eight thousand. That's a jump. Yeah, you know they're 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 getting there. Clearly, they're not in the two point three million that Raw is every week I'm or whatever. Raw's Raw's numbers are dipping. And yeah, and Raw's numbers but are dipping. They're not dipping like to the hundred thousands, right? But they're dipping, right? And on top of that, we have Raw. You know, WWE's the biggest wrestling promotion on the planet on USA. You know, cable network that's nationally syndicated, mm-hmm. where Impact is on Pop TV, and they were practically dead a year ago. 
Yeah. So I think this is great for Impact, and it's great for professional wrestling in general, mm-hmm. and in, especially in North America, where all we have is WWE all the way to tippy top, and then Ring of Honor. They're far away in second place in yeah. North America. You know, so if we can get something else, if we can get Impact and Ring of Honor start working together and boost themselves up, it's only going to serve professional wrestling better. Yeah. You know? Um, so, New Japan's three-night event destruction has started. Mm-hmm. They've gone through their first two nights. And the big match of note was, so far, has been Kenny Omega defending his IWGP Heavyweight Championship versus Tomohiro Ishii. No surprise. He retains. Of course. What I'm really waiting for and I'm excited for is on the 23rd for night three. That's when we have that um, um, Kushida and Bushi mm-hmm. semifinal match. And we have the um, Okada Tanahashi Wrestle Kingdom title match. Stipulation? The What's the word I'm looking for? Opportunity. Mm-hmm. Up on, on the line on night three of destruction. So. <laughs> That I'm really interested to see who wins that and where that goes. Um, and then finally, this past weekend was PWG's Bola Tournament, their yearly huge, you know, one of the biggest indie tournaments every year of the year that in the past has featured AJ Styles, Ricochet's a two-time winner, Zack Sabre Jr.'s won it, etc., so on and so forth. This year was kind of light in terms of the talent pool, and I think that has to do with the fact that they moved locations. Mm-hmm. They used to be in one place for, like, I don't even know how long, and they are now in a different place. It's kind of more like a theater setup, or like they're on a stage. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but this year's winner was Jeff Cobb. Some of you, if any of you watch um, Lucha Underground, Jeff Cobb played, what was this guy's name? He was the brother of the promoter. He used to wear a mask and all that in, in uh, Lucha Underground. I forget his the character's name. But Jeff Cobb won this year's Bola. So, I mean, I, he's a decent talent. I don't know if what's going to happen with his career after that. Again, it's kind of a light year, so it was okay. I did not expect Jeff Cobb to look. I have, to be honest, I had no idea who Jeff Cobb was. Yeah. Um, he's kind I'm, of short and stocky. I thought... I. Jack, though. I, I, I was expecting a white guy. It's like a Hawaiian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff Cobb. Jeffrey Cobb. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember. What was his... Well, since you're looking him up, what was his... Montezan Cueto. What? Montezan. Montezan. That was his name. Let me see. Let me see. I can't see it. Matanza. Oh, that's what it is. Matanza. There you go. I got you seeing almost. I can't get you to <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Jeff Cobb played Matanza if anyone was watching Lucha Underground back when he was on there. But that that pretty much wraps up our indie news for the week. And uh, so let, let's go into our, our weekly. Our topic of the week. Topic of the week. Shall we? So, Jeremy, what's our topic of the week this week? <sighs> Cruiserweights. How should we integrate them into the main roster? Slowly? Push them up really quickly? Let me hear your thoughts, Will. Will tonight. So, I kind of like what they're doing currently. Mm-hmm. Where they're kind of just sprinkling in a little bit here and there. We got a little bit of Drake Maverick over here. A little bit of um, Tony Nese over there. We got some Leo Rush now. It's starting to be featured prominent. 
I think that's a good way to go because you get to develop them as faces mm-hmm. rather than just like random bodies in the ring doing flips. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see at least two of them end up on SmackDown soon. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to do this where they start sprinkling them in, I want them to have their own storylines. But not, don't close them off like you did last time. But let them have their own storylines. Like, let Leo Rush have a feud with, like, I don't know, Titus O'Neil. Mouthpiece versus mouthpiece. You know what I mean? Like, that clearly wouldn't be a good setup in terms of wrestling styles and size, but there's a personality. That might be a good fit. But something. Like, I don't want it to be obvious that we're separating our heavyweights from our cruiserweights. I mean, you can do it the right way. Um, in my opinion, they should do away with the cruiserweight-like moniker. I would, in my opinion, they should bring back the light heavyweight championship. Really? Yes, and I'll tell you why. The way that New Japan does it is perfectly. The juniors? With the juniors. Okay. You don't really want to completely rip off of you know, New Japan, mm-hmm. um, but... The weight limit, 205 live, 205 or less, you know, mm-hmm. pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally, when I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, listening to you talk, I'm just like, I was listening to you speak, it's just like, they should do it the way that WCW is doing it, mm-hmm. where they're not early on, they're not late, they're right in the middle, mm-hmm. where they keep you entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between WW, WCW back then and 205 live now is... I don't see main event caliber wrestling on 205 Live than I did in WCW. Really? You don't think um, someone like... Um, Cedric has a, has a flaw. Like, he has like no personality. That's an issue. So, well, Mustafa Ali. I think Mustafa Ali could, could do well on the main roster. Uh, Alright, so I'm talking about future WWE or Universal Champions here. I'm not talking about future mid-card guys. Because I can see Mustafa Ali holding the IC title. I'm not sure if I can see him holding the top belt. I mean, I had high hopes for Dean Malenko. He was one of my favorite cruiserweights. He never we held had... top gold. No, he's o- he was always like light heavyweight champion. Yeah. Cruiserweight champion. Right. But you have guys like Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. Chris Benoit, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. These are big name, high talent, high caliber wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I don't really get that with 205 Live. That's why if you change it from the cruiserweight championship to the light heavyweight championship, I feel like you can do more in terms of like having it as your junior championship the way that New Japan does, where it's like your junior heavyweight champion, your light heavyweight champion. Um, but the issue that I have, again, will be the product that New Japan puts out with a junior heavyweight mm-hmm. will... I don't think it'll match... You know, the light heavyweight division will come close to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at all the juniors in in New Japan. Uh, do you really have that same feeling when you watch Two Hundred Five? You know, I think, I think if WWE booked them better, mm-hmm. I think you could because I think so. The juniors, I think, while the juniors are juniors, they know that they're juniors. They're not treated like less than. Mm-hmm. You know, like. You can watch a um, Will Ospreay match 
for the you know the the, the junior heavyweight championship, and then the next night he's in the middle of a six man tag with the rest of his his stablemates who are not juniors, mm-hmm. and no one bats an eye. It's part of chaos, right? Yeah, yeah. And so like that's what I think is part. That's what I kind of want to like. I think that's what's missing mm-hmm. is having these cruiserweights be part of the roster, mm-hmm. not just there. Yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you something now. It's like when I when I'm I played WWE 2K18, mm-hmm. um, and in there you have your you know your universe mode. You mm-hmm. can change champions, create championships, do you know whatever you know, be mm-hmm. your own universe. Um, I got rid of the, you know, I make one roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have you know both belts on. Uh, I have the belt on both um, you know Brains. shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get rid of the, my mid card belt. I made the WWE Junior Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. You know, I designed it myself and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, whatever. And I feel like that's so much better than having. I mean, you don't want to get rid of the IC title. The IC title has so much prestige. Yeah. But um, if you do it on two hundred five live, I feel like it wouldn't get lost in the shuffle as much. If you can start integrating. The cruiserweights to Raw and SmackDown make the title mean something more. I agree. I think, and that's and I think that's my key thing is if you integrate them, mm. like I said, like you brought up New Japan's juniors. If you integrate them, let them be like Cedric. Put Cedric in Titus Worldwide, not Akira Tozawa for a week, and do nothing with the ah ah ah. No, ha, could you imagine with the athleticism alone of Cedric with Apollo Cruz tagging? Mm-hmm. How was that not entertaining to watch? You know what I mean? But you're you're dealing with two guys with zero personality. But that's what you have Titus O'Neil. Or you bring in other guys. That's just an example, yeah. you know? Like, you just paired up Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley because Bobby's not great on the mic. And Leo Rush is arrogant. He can play the cocky guy. He's like, oh, I'm the man of the hour. And like, he, he plays up that persona. So if you integrate them into the roster so that they're just part of the guys who happen to go for this particular title... I think that's how you do it. I mean, look how New Japan did the junior tag team, where the Young Bucks were juniors for years, and then they said, we're going to move up to the heavyweights. I think that's how you make them a part of the show in an organic way, mm-hmm. and let it just be something that they go after, because that's what they go after. And if they want to move up, they move up. Mm-hmm. So that Finn Balor, who technically would be on 205 Live, doesn't get stuck with 205 Live guys. No. So that if someone who has that potential can break through and become Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if, let's say, Leo Rush or Cedric Alexander or Mustafa Ali or someone who hasn't been signed yet ends up in the 205 Live Cruiserweight category, but they have that star power that can put them in the main event scene, they can just get there on their own. They can work their way up. Mm-hmm. That's that's just how I think it should be. Um, my thing, you know, before we, we you know close out the show is... Keep 205 Live as their own show. But make the title mean something a little bit more. When Neville was champion, the show, you know, I, yeah. the belt was on, on Raw. Yeah. When, um, what's the guy, the Skywalker smack talker guy? Enzo Amore. That's, I, I, his name just escaped me. I kept calling him <laughs> Big Cass. I'm like, that's the other one. Um, when he was champion, same thing. Mm-hmm. He was on Raw. Mm. Cedric Alexander, who's, in my opinion, boring, wins it at WrestleMania. And you really don't 
care much. Well, because well, think of it this way. Remember, Neville and Enzo are raw established guys yeah. who happen to win the Cruiserweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to Cedric was a guy who was brought in for the Cruiserweight uh, Championship, the Cruiserweight Classic. Yes. And then they put the belt on him. So the fans don't care. That like Neville was the cruiserweight part of the roster before they were cruiserweights. King of the cruiserweights. But I'm saying, but like before him, when he was just a member of the roster, Mm -hmm. so people loved him for him, who ended up ended up becoming the cruiserweight champion. And so you take that formula, and we can. It's like if, like I'm saying, if you bring them up, yeah, you know, not necessarily them winning or a, a Raw or SmackDown guy winning the championship, but imagine Mustafa Ali versus. Finn Balor. Imagine Mustafa Ali versus Seth Rollins. Imagine oh Cedric God. Alexander versus AJ Styles. You know, just That'd like be a good match. You have them slowly integrate into the into the main roster. Yeah, and boom. I agree. People care about two hundred five live. Fair, fair, fair. Well, I think that just about wraps up our episode for the week. Um, as always, I've been Will tonight. I have been. Amazing as always. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples2Apples. It's Grapples, the number two apples. Or on uh, Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook.com slash Grapples2Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two apples. Or Twitter.com slash Grapples2Apples. Last week, I said it's graps to apps I changed that. I fixed it. So now we're Twitter.com slash Grapples2Apples. So don't forget to... Follow us, uh, tweet at us, comment us, like us, like share us, share us, us um, subscribe on the on all of your audio podcasts, and most importantly, don't forget to come back next week to catch us again on our episode next week of uh, Grapples to Apples. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Later. Peace and love. Peace.